All right, good day, good evening. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another Little Fuel Show. So, today, slash this evening, I'm catching up with a lovely young fitness influencer. I can say that, because she is. And uh, I got to meet her at my boy, Justin Shanks, local event, which I love to uh, promote over the past two events that's been spread out over, I don't know, three or four years, thanks to the pandemic uh, and delays. And she and I can joke around about that today as well. But uh, we got to catch up at the Growth Now Summit. Some of you have heard me talk about it on the show. I've obviously shared a lot about it on social media. It was a great event. I was at the founding event. This is the second event. I can't wait to see another one uh, next year. So shout out to Justin and the Growth Now Summit from the Growth Now Movement. He's got a viral podcast, so make sure you're following that as well. That being said, enough about Justin. We don't need to stroke his ego anymore. I'm catching up tonight, and I said, I already hinted at it. Her name is Donnie, Danielle, and is it Kepperling? You can just go ahead and say yes. Is that him? Yeah. Did nail that? Okay. D- yeah. <laughs> Danny, anyway, Danny Kepperling. <laughs> Danny, it's great to catch up with you. Again, ladies and gentlemen, she's a graduate of Pitt State University. All right? I'm an alum. So she's got a bachelor's in exercise science and kinesiology, so I love talking health and fitness, especially people who actually took the time to follow kinesiology. Did I? No, I am the undegreed geek about that knowledge, uh, as well as sports psychology and all kinds of other things. And I did study uh, ACSM, she's done that, and NASM, and all these other acronyms, ladies and gentlemen, that are out there in the health and fitness space for certifications. I'm a former CFL one from the CrossFit world. I'm a USSA ski race coach and other things from the cycling world. So uh, we all have acronyms nowadays, whether you're in the corporate world, where that when I was a firefighter, she's obviously got them from schooling. So she cares about health and fitness a little bit because if you have an ACSM and an NASM, you, you've committed to some curriculum. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, she launched yeah. a new book. So I'm just jumping right into it because we're going to dig into her brand. We're going to dig into her background. Uh, I mean, I, I'm actually really excited to dig into something. She did a lot of research and got a, Custom information published in, in regards to his topics of exercise dependence, muscle dysmorphia, and then uh, this whole bodybuilder world, which has been crazy because we're recording this in 2022. And in the past six to 12 months, I've noticed a hair few too many bodybuilders dropping dead. Uh, we can maybe geek out about supplementation, drugs, and everything else. I guarantee you are triggering that. So, enough being said, Danny, let's rock the mics together. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Scott, so much. It's great to be here. So uh, let's go right into the hot topic I just kind of hinted at. Have you followed that? The whole, oh my God, there's like all these bodybuilders, young, supposedly fit, but oh my God, dropping dead. Like, yeah. a little crazy, right? Yeah. But Yeah, I mean, you can overload you your system with, uh, no, I mean, well... No, I mean, you can overload your system. I've, I've had a taste of, you know, different organizations that allow different supplements um, best for, for drugs. And then there's organization, organizations that do. And I can tell you that I've competed in both. Um, I know I, you have a natural uh, uh, category uh, in your history. So I wasn't, I, let, let's clarify yeah. that. Natural bodybuilding, ladies and gentlemen. Let's, let's talk about that for a second. So what, I already know what that means, but obviously the word kind of defines it, right? You're just keeping it real. I'm keeping it real. They, um, I do a polygraph test and, um, if you win your category, then they'll automatically drug test you like right there on the spot. They actually polygraph you. I never knew that actually. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I figured, you know I figured it was just drug testing. I didn't know they actually no. polygraph. So, you know, what's really funny about the polygraph. Um, my, my girlfriend that did a, the, the show with me recently, she's a detective and she went in first and she's like, oh, yeah, I know. Like, you know, she, she's not going to stump them because, you know, she didn't take anything. But she's like, yeah, I know how this goes. You'll be fine. I'm like, I never took one before. And I walk in and, you know, they ask me some questions. And then he looks at me. And the one question was, you know, if you could break the law and get away with it, would you? And I just looked at him I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you know, keep going on with the questions. And I found it funny that he asked me the same question again. And I don't know if he's like. Oh, they have to establish a baseline. Exactly. Yeah. So like he asked me that same question again and I answered, you know, I, yeah, I would. Yeah. And you were, we're done with the, the, the polygraph test. And he's like, I won't tell your friend that you're going to break. the <laughs> And I said, well, like, think about speeding. I mean, I go over the speed limit yep. and That's there we go. I just breaking broke the law. And I, and I got away with it. I'm not going to be going into banks and robbing them, but yeah. if he was truly, I'm truly being 
truthful. Okay. He asked me a question and I'm hooked up to a machine. If I could get away with it, something little like that. Yes. I, I broke the law and I didn't get pulled over. So I technically got away with it. Well, I appreciate your honesty. We all technically, <laughs> I, I, as I agree with you, we've, we've, I've broken the law. I've sped. I've done it more than once. Um, I have yeah. no, I, I don't hide anything on my show. I keep things real. I, I made the mistake and drank too much uh, uh, once or twice, uh, probably over a decade ago while driving a vehicle. And I'll never, ever uh, do that again. I mean, yeah. it, it, you're putting not just your own life in risk, others, but again, breaking the law. So right. I think it's smart to go ahead and just clear that baseline on a polygraph because um, <laughs> whether we like it or not, it's probably going to happen at some point by accident. So Right. Yeah. Right. And if they said no, then... I think that they're lying a little bit, but you know, it's scary. <laughs> it is. It is. You know, I, that's interesting though. Cause I literally just thought they were doing urine tests, blood tests, um, obviously to confirm, uh, you know, the blood and the, and the urine level of your body going, what's going in, what's coming out. They, okay. Yeah. She's not taking anything against that's on the, on the do not use list. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and it's a shame that like there actually have been some people that, after they took the polygraph test, they passed and then they were tested because they won their division and it got stripped from them because after their urine test, they, you know, it was determined that they, they actually were taking um, substances off the ban list. And, you know, like they, they totally robbed that person who got second. Technically now they are first place, but like they missed the opportunity on the stage. Mm-hmm. It, it's just a shame. Like if you really want to use that, just you got to go to a different division. You have to go to a different organization I agree that you. that's accepted. Yeah. And again, so technically, yeah. right. There is sections of the bodybuilder competing world that isn't going to put you to that stringent level of testing. Right. Correct. And that's Correct. obviously you're, you're also putting your life at a higher risk, which is what we're kind of hinting at right now. Um, that's why I thought I'd bring it up today because Obviously, I want to talk about the new book. I'm excited. I'm a geek about nutrition, right? But these are hot topics happening right now, and a lot of people. I've I've listened to a lot of podcasts, and a few people I'm inf- I've connected with influence wise have brought it up repetitively because the bodybuilding world is already pretty unhealthy, and I'm saying that in a blanket statement because I know you've competed in it. You understand the importance of nutrition. And I've, and I've been around the health and fitness space a long time outside the business world. I've always had health and fitness in my lifestyle. Like I said, I was, I was a, a ski race coach for 11 years. I've coached people in cycling. I taught spinning classes for six years. I've done personal mm-hmm. training. Uh, I was a CrossFit trainer in the CrossFit brand world of, uh, of hit and functional fitness. Like literally last night, I was filling in for a couple of classes that I haven't done in four or five years. But all of my friends at my wife's CrossFit gym and all the coaches – have a adaptive athlete with MS competing in the games right now. So they all left to go to the CrossFit games. And there was only one coach left. And he's like, Hey Scott, can you come out of retirement? <laughs> I was like, I'll cover you a couple classes. I was like, I got you brother. Um, yeah. And it felt great. I haven't actually done one, you know, it was, you know, the group class, but like six person class here, three person class here it was very nice to get, you know, just get back into coaching reins a little bit. Um, yeah. So again, Health, fitness, exercise. Uh, the kitchen's always first. I always remind that. You and I are going to geek out about that today. But again, I kind of skip past it, but I don't want to ignore it. Bodybuilding is unhealthy at its extreme. Am I wrong? No, you're you're not you're not wrong. Okay. Um, and I think that ultimately you need to listen to your body um, and. Even in even when you're in a natural show, like I know that if it's not smart for me to do several shows back to back to back, or you know, I really need to learn how to space it out and you know work with my body. If my body, if if I want to do something but my body's not ready, and if I decide to do it anyway, that's that's where it's really going to hurt me after the show, yeah. and it's not not worth it bouncing back. Um, I'm so strange because I got to the point where like, I look forward to like when I diet, I don't really have to like crash diet. I really just kind of roll into the show. Um, I can pretty much prepare myself in less than 12 weeks for a show at any given time. That's kind of what I was hinting at there was the, you just kind of skipped in there, the crash diet part. I think the most experienced people like yourself who've taken nutrition and health very, very seriously can do this 
like kind of like how you kind of said it, like rolling in, rolling out. It's become a lifestyle because there's a lot of things tied to hormonal balancing and hormonal hormonal misalignment. And when you're crashing in and crashing out, literally, yeah, you're creating long term stuff that's even harder to recalibrate and fix. And that's that's one side effect. But also the big thing is that crash at the right before like competition day that lasts twenty four to forty eight hours. Very aggressive. Uh, am I wrong? I mean, you there's all tricks of the trade. There's cutting there's, hydration and 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 starvation and all kinds of things, right? Even in the natural world, is that still go on? Yeah, I mean, um, I've actually played around with like I've done dehydrate like basically hydrated then dehydrated down to the show, and yeah. um, where I'm just like trying to lick the the water off my toothbrush like Friday. <laughs> I'm like I've at, I'm at my water limit toothbrush water um, oh my god this is amazing it's so good it's so good <laughs> but i know that there are um of ways of of not cutting your water and like this last show i did it and i was like i'm just gonna try it because i know that there are i know that you can do it without cutting water and, and why um, why do they cut water because again since you've done it i'm not going to state this i just i know the answers but why do you cut water? Because but, in bodybuilding, you're showing off your body. So what does it do? Right. So, you know, extra water under the skin, um, you know, you you appear more puffy. Okay. You want a dry looking kind of look. But what happens is also water is like, that makes up your muscle. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, if you deplete all your water, you also are in danger of depleting the, the water that's in your muscle. And, you know, okay, so it makes sense to keep hydrated, keep hydrated because you want the fullness in the muscles. What's going to happen is if you can tune in and correct your diet where the carbohydrates, the muscle right into um, or follow the water right into the muscle, then you get a nice full looking muscle. Mm. And the, the trick is to not let that that point spill over and we call it spilling over underneath the skin where, you know, you've kind of eaten a little too many carbohydrates or you've hydrated a little bit too much where it's just kind of like it, your muscle can't hold anymore. Or so it just kind of leaks out. So, so basically the entry level person hearing this, when you get on stage and you see people all jacked and, and ripped out because you want that skin all nice and tight and thin, you want that vascular performance. So like, like, I'm not, I'm not a bodybuilder, but yeah. like I always have great. My, yeah. I donate blood every eight weeks. The phlebotomists love me to come in, like yeah, oh, <laughs> your veins. And I was like, yeah, I'm always like this. So I'm not. A, yeah, I'm not a bodybuilder. I just know how to take care of myself. Um, yeah, yeah. So vascular. I, I got the vascular on lock, you know. But like, you're probably very hydrated. Oh, oh yeah. I just chugged two. Jugs. I was outside. Uh, at, my new house here, I've got three acres. I'm surrounded by woods. So I'm building a, a trail, awesome. a hot lap for, for my mountain bike and for uh, weight vest training. And we have a new puppy coming. So this will become a walking loop. Uh-huh. But, so, That's but awesome. I got to bushwhack it. So I got yeah. to earn the trail. So I'm out there cutting it. So, <laughs> so I come nice. in, shower up, hydrate back up, hit my electrolytes because people forget you can actually overhydrate. You want to have the right amount of salts in there as well. I'm sure that's part of your equation is like, Keeping yeah. that synaptic pathway up so you don't pass out, but obviously right. not too much salt to where you're actually drawing too much water back into the body and getting that puffy look. So, yeah, it's it's quite a science, and and that's why I love it. No. The body is amazing, and that's uh, I did my first show back in 2007. Just kind of like I'm just going to jump in and wing it. And um, are you still it was doing this or, or no? <laughs> yeah, I actually. Um, I just did a show, um, May. Oh gosh. What was that? I don't even remember the date. It was the beginning of May. Okay. Um, it was the beginning of May and oh, actually it was like two weeks right before, um, we, we met yeah. so that way I could, you know, drink and, um, just kind of relax a little bit. Cause I Smart do, I put out alcohol when I'm actually enjoy yeah, a conference, I'm not walking around. Stay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> walking out. Like so you, I, you I timed it. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I timed it. Right. Um, but yeah, and I have another one, uh, in, in November that I'm going to do. It's actually up here. It's in Allentown. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm well, again, you're, where are you at in Pennsylvania? If you don't mind me saying what region, what region? Reading area. Oh, so you are actually Reading area like Justin is. Okay. All right. I couldn't remember if you were actually from the local market or not, which again, you're, 
you know, less than an hour for me. So, I mean, it's not a big mm-hmm. deal. Because I'm actually right off of Route 100. So, I'm the first exit when you hit the Lehigh Valley. So, uh, oh, I'm all right. closer than you than actually the city of Allentown. So, my address is Allentown, though. But I'm, Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. we're more local Fantastic. to each other than realizing. So, yeah, I actually, yes. I, helped, I, I helped a local mountain biking group down there achieve their 501c3 status last year. So, uh, that reminds me, I got to catch up with them. So <laughs> there's some good mountain biking around there. I don't know if you know that there's some yeah, good there, trails, there some good is. technical I have, stuff. Yeah. I have some friends that do that. And, uh, just I, one more thing to add to my list. I can't do it right now. Listen, but I fully <laughs> support it. I skydive, I mountain bike, I road cycle. I'm a big time downhill skier with my wife, uh, health and fitness nut built my own CrossFit yeah. gym out in the pole barn. You know, I was like, yeah, let's keep going. What else can yeah. I do? So, <laughs> you know, that's why obviously the motivational art, skiing and, and cycling is all around me. So yeah, I uh, love it. Yeah. That being said, I, actually, I have a beautiful fake plant behind me and then hats hanging up. Well, all right. So visually <laughs> fine. No big deal here. Let me throw, let me throw some other visuals here. I'm screen sharing loads of me. This is always on YouTube and Facebook, by the way. Oh, so yeah, yeah. There, there you go. She's got some good uh, pose photos at the gym. So, uh, and then actually right. I'm going to jump right in. Let's go right in. Oh, there. There's the book, Nutrition Destination, Put the Power of Food into Your Hands Through Your Fitness Journey. So, Mm -hmm. obviously, that was the big reason why coming on today. I just had to establish a baseline with the bodybuilding background and you being a health and fitness that you have the education, you have the acronyms. So, what triggered the book? Why? Because I'm obviously, we talked, like I'm a new author too. My book came out last year and uh, I have to... I was printing out addresses of people that I have to ship. People donated more through my charity site to get assigned ones instead of ordering it on Amazon. Oh, that's also, nice. Thank you. So That's awesome. Um, people do care. They do. <laughs> so I, don't, I still think it's weird signing a book. I don't know if you feel like that's weird. I'm like, I'm like, you, you want my, you want me to sign the book? Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fun. It's weird, but it's, I, I you know, I enjoy it. It's, it's going to be humble. It's okay. Yeah. 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 So, so listen, you got the book, uh, you launched it, but why? Let's jump right in. I I needed to expand outside of my community. So over the years, just working with a a ton of clients there, I was seeing the same trend over and over again. And I'm going to say the word BMR, another acronym, but it's your basal metabolic rate. And, you know, looking at different diets that there's, there's no uh, really diet that goes, okay, this is your BMR and this is how you figure it out. Almost, I would say like 99% of my clients had no idea what that even meant and how to figure it out. Okay. And, you know, that that's the baseline to really any diet. Your BMR is your basal. So that's where you start. That's how many calories Not your body just a tasty needs. Herb too. No, not just a tasty herb. Yeah, basil and cilantro mm. and all. But um I mean we're talking yeah, so nutrition, that- so I think I might as well throw some <laughs> herbs in while we're at it. So I feel like gonna saute something right now. <clears throat> but we make dieting and diets like on this pedestal and it's very like, okay, follow this and this is all these things that I have to do, and I'm gonna drink this upside down while walking on the treadmill. And it's like you just if you just wanna eat and cut the crap. That's why I made this book. It's very simple education that anybody can understand, but it's to the point. It's really, if you get nothing out of the book, just figure out how many calories your body needs at rest and at least give your body that. You can create deficits by the activity that you do. So if, you know, you're outside and you're, you know, hacking down new trails and you're, you're now and you're lifting and then you're coaching and you're going here and there, you're going to need to, you know, if you're not trying to lose weight, you're going to need to account for those extra calories moving around. Mm -hmm. But if you're not even getting your minimum, that's where people run into problems. And, and not only like experience in in fasting or intermittent fasting, these are all buzz phrases, but now I have, I have over a decade of experience in intermittent fasting, cycling. Like it's part of my lifestyle. Like nowadays I only eat twice a day. Like I, I yeah. wake up in the morning, I make a fatty coffee, and I'm good for hours because I yeah. trained and tested this over time. Yeah. So I always remind people, I don't know if you would agree with this, but obviously do the research, get great books like this, right? But it's also like, guys, like don't be afraid to treat yourself as your own N1 experiment mm-hmm. because to your point, you got to figure out where's your, where's your BMR, 
That's your BMR. That's not your brother's. It's not yeah. your sister's. You know, even though yeah. you're in your family, same, similar genetics, nah, not the same. Right, right, <laughs> right. And it, and it, if you actually know what your body fat percent is, um, that will also play into that, like getting that number to you. And um, a lot of the times I'll find that people are just, they're not as active. They're not as conditioned. And that's a big key in deciding um, kind of where your calories are, the more conditioned you are. I just what, had, do you that? what do you have that? Oh, I was what just out at KetoCon in Austin, Texas a few oh, weeks nice. ago. Because I'm a big fat adapted athlete and I do a lot of keto. So anyway, I've always yeah. wanted, um, this is some, dude, Texas is so badass. They have um, mobile vans, like, you know, Mercedes Sprinter vans. Yeah. With, like, they literally crammed an entire, the, 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 the what do you call it? Oh my God. Hello. The Dexa scam. Oh, okay. There's yeah, a whole yeah. Dexa scan machine in each van. So they That's had awesome. two of these vans just parked in the trade show. And I was like, and they're like, oh, yeah, you just register online. It's all, uh, the, sh- the show price, $39. I was like, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I want a full Dexa scan. But anyway. Yeah, that's awesome. As of uh, three, four weeks ago, my body fat in Texas drinking and eating steak is only 13.1% yeah. body fat. So, hey. Uh, hey, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah. And the guy's like, I don't really have much to tell you. And I was like, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. I did. Actually, I'm sorry. I do have an opportunity. You'll appreciate this. Because um, Dexa scans. So ladies and gentlemen, real quick. Dexa scans is one of the top three best ways to get maximum detail on your body. Would you agree with that, Danny? I mean. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. These are hard to find, well, the technology. Uh, <laughs> your regular gym yeah. does not have a Dexa scan machine. <laughs> yeah. We, we have an in-body scan, which is. They were there. Those are those are great. Yeah. Those, so you see more of those um, around, but those are great too. The gym I was helping coach at last night, they have an yeah. in-body there. And yeah. So I've done the in-body there. And I will say, they're, they weren't far off. I did both no, at the conference. They, and I was yeah. like, they're, they were pretty darn spot on. So Because yeah. the only thing different than those two is then doing the, uh, the water displacement uh, float test. Yep. I forget the name of that one. But I think yeah, it's important to know this knowledge. Am I wrong? No, no, not at all. Like, be, because I think people get like uh, kind of carried into like this. Okay, I'm going to do what, what BMR and BMI and body fat. And like, isn't that the same thing? I might create a In, fight with you, but I am anti BMI. I'm anti BMI. All right. I'm loving you more. Yeah, there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, Danny and I just bonded. Yeah. We're cool. We're both married. <laughs> so, okay. It's all right. But anyway, seriously. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to come from me, and then Danny's going to give you her angle real quick. BMI is an outdated process. When I was in the trainer world, I was trained with the caliper thing. And Mm -hmm. I remember I was a kid, there was an old Special K commercial. If you could pinch an inch, you know, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) By the way, don't eat Special K. That's not nutrition. It's freaking cereal. That's not, uh, stop it. But (laughs) my point is, the, the owner of this CrossFit facility, the guy trains Every single day of the week, he's one of the fittest athletes amongst his athletes. And if you followed BMI, he's considered overweight. Yeah. The guy's got an eight pack. (laughs) Yeah. He's ripped. (laughs) Yeah. Especially in the bodybuilding world. I mean. There you go. All of of us are like, oh, well, you're a little. If you went to a traditional doctor, like, oh, they just lift your shirt up. You're like, are you sure about that? Yeah. I, I think, think this my, is important to clarify. I, I think my six pack would disagree, sir. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it it really all comes down to your body composition, which is which is your body fat. And so not only that, not only body fat, but it's so important to maintain muscle. Mm-hmm. A, a ton of runners I've seen that they're like, you see them and they're you can tell that they run. They they have kind of um you know a mediocre body fat, but their muscle mass is declining yes and it's you know they haven't really cross-trained enough to maintain that so um well that, and according that to my dexa as you age to go oh, along yeah, with muscle, muscle you'll yeah. agree with this uh the, the one coaching they gave me because i've been doing a lot of endurance training i'm an endurance athlete like i can go do 100 miles this saturday on my road bike just for fun if i wanted to yeah like i'm at that level so my strength training at this time of year is backed I, I strength train i always tell people i don't care if you're doing endurance or you're, you're doing bodybuilding or you're a power lifter 
always do the strength training, but I'm yeah. a, I'm a balanced athlete. So, so I, so he said, well, your bone mineral density is a little light. It, that could be a little more. And he's like, but he's like, are you a runner? I'm like, no, I'm a cyclist. He's like, oh, okay. So this time of year, you're doing more endurance training than your strength training. I was like, yeah, I, my strength training kicks up higher in the ski season because yeah. it's cold. And this time of year I'm mountain biking, I'm road biking. So, and it was, so I, I want to do this now in the winter and yeah. see, see how the testing is a little bit different. So but yes, maintaining muscle. Oh my God. It's the secret fountain to youth. Ladies and gentlemen, if you yeah. strength train and you maintain your muscle and if you're 40, 50, 60, you're, you're staying younger. You need the muscle. Am I wrong? No, no, you need it. And it, it, it can start declining in your thirties. And so when people, even when they Wait, say, say that again, say that again. It could start declining in your 30s. 30s. Yeah. I'll be 45 next month, by the way. So I'm aging I'll be just fine. 37, two months. There you go. Two months, I'll but be 37. That was a wake-up call to me. I, I remember years ago, I yeah. must have forgotten that rule. I thought it was a 40 to 45 thing. And actually being back at that conference, and there was a lot of PhDs and a lot of great speakers speaking, and they were like, they reminded me that again. I'm like, that's right. It was 30 or 35. Like, you yeah. don't think about that. Yeah. And so when people are like, I'm good where I am, I don't want to change. I'm just going to, you know, I'm at a good spot. I don't really need to weight train right now. But even if you do nothing, you're still declining. Mm -hmm. You're, you have to do something to at least uh, slow or, you know, kind of balance out that slow decline. It's, it's inevitable. It's, it's going to happen. You're fighting the aging process. So, yeah. And, and again, maybe because we have hot mics right now and I'm blanking on it. Start, starts with an O. What is it? What is that? It's oh osteoporosis. Thank you. No, no, no. Oh, that's yes. that's okay. the spinal thing, isn't that it? Was, uh, uh, yeah. That's well, that's with your bones. Yeah. See now, I got. I'm searching for you. So because I was like, again, preserving muscle mass, sarcopenia. That's what I was thinking of. Thank you. Oh, sarcopenia. Yeah, sarcopenia I is deterioration and yes. loss of muscle. So yes, I thought mass. you were talking about. But no, yes, osteoporosis. I mean, osteoporosis, yes. Uh, again, why? That's yeah, the, bone loss. We have a double whammy benefit of strength training, ladies and gentlemen. Even if you only have yes. five to ten pound dumbbells or something, right? You're adding weight to the process because what you just said, osteoporosis, yes, bone density. But the the muscle piece, which you first brought up, is the sarcopenia part. So explain that. Yeah. Yeah. So muscle, when you you know, if you don't strength train um, your muscle. That it's just going, you're not using it. It's going to slowly decrease in strength and size. So mm -hmm. it's a muscle, it changes size. So the bigger it is, the stronger it can be, the more blood flow to the, to the muscle you get. Um, and, and that just, it, it's hungry. So if you look at, okay, so me, you know, my body fat and my muscle is at a certain percent you could take somebody else with this with the same weight but just a different composition and maybe they have less muscle mass um i will re require more calories because my i have more muscle to feed yeah and as that slowly if you just kind of let that go you'll see you're like oh like my bmr is so low i don't want to just eat 1200 calories well, guess what? If you get to increase your muscle size, you'll also see a correlation with your BMR to go like going up. Very nice. I agree. So let's 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 there's the next step here, which we've been dancing around because you said it a few times. Calories. Mm -hmm. So ladies and gentlemen, stop watching the the dummy shows on TV. The magazines are false. Um I stopped that a long time ago. Once you learn too much, it's really exciting uh, because, yeah. and then you get to talk to experts like you. The SECO methodology is broken, calorie in, calorie out, because most of the methodology is being shared out there. And I want Danny and her new book to help you, ladies and gentlemen, understand this is it's not just the quantity. What <laughs> is yeah. the calories? Like, oh, yeah, you need to maintain it, uh, whatever, 2,500 calories a day because you're this, that, and the other thing. Okay, let's say it's 2,500. Fine. Like, okay, great. I'm going to go eat some Ho-Ho's and, and some processed uh, cereals because they're reinforced with sprayed on vitamins and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, that is not nutrition. <laughs> yeah. So let's, let's, no. let's help jump the through this caloric process uh, when it comes to nutrition and obviously your book. So, uh, well, and I 
simply put it in the very beginning, I talked to Justin about this too, and it's really interesting. And again, I go, aha, you kind of have these aha moments where if I asked you, you know, or if you ask anybody, typically the person would say, hey, are, do you feel like you're healthy? And I said, if, you know, on a scale, it would be like middle to like, yeah, I feel like I would go up. Like, I feel like I make healthy choices. Um, the processed foods, I make the healthier ones. Or I, when I go out to eat, I, you know, I'll, I'll tweak a little bit here. But I feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more healthy. And then when I ask people, are you fit? it kind of starts in the middle and it goes this way. Mm. And I might ask the same person, do you feel fit? And if they think about it, I don't know, you know, that fit and healthy tends to, to be like one thing. Oh, sure. I'm fit and healthy because I make these healthy decisions. But when you just ask them separately, if you're fit, the answer goes this way. And most of people say, oh no, I'm not fit. So what expectation do they have there? That's not matching up with, the health expectation. Well, it, it goes back. It's a great quote. Um, my recent client of five years, um, we just got done training his team to take over what my marketing company was doing for him so they could bring it back in-house, and we're just coaching them now. But uh, the great Vinny Tortorich, I don't know if you ever heard of him. He was a speaker at KetoCon. He is the trademark owner of NSNG, no sugar, no grains, all these processed sugars and, and overly processed grains in this country and stuff like that. A lot of inflammatory triggers to that stuff. So that's his lifestyle. Oh, yeah. That's how he beat cancer, everything else. He's a big, he's got, we got three three documentary films we've released in the past five years. It's been crazy. Good run. Anyway, one of his favorite quotes, because he was the trainer to the stars out in LA his whole career. This is what he did to get everybody looking good for the movies, bodybuilders, everything. Uh, but he says, ladies and gentlemen, the calories is not the quantity. It's what they are. And he's like, his quote is, you cannot out-exercise a bad diet. So this exactly. healthy feeling, this fit feeling, the kitchen comes first yep. and the gym. And this is a guy who was a professional trainer his whole career. And he's like, guys, if we don't fix the kitchen, it doesn't matter what I do to you. I can yeah. run you up and down the California mountains. I can, I can have you on that treadmill. I can have you on the Stairmaster. I can have you hit the squat rack. It does not matter because if you're not fueling the engine right, because, again, that's my buzzwords all about fueling the engine. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to, what you get, what you put in is what you get out. So yeah. let's, let's, let's hit on that. Let's hit on that. Right. You, you put in the, the crappy food. Um, it's, it's, that's a huge trigger for some people where they think, um, my joints, I'm just getting old or maybe I'm not moving enough. And, you know, it could be is as simple as they're not even drinking enough water. And then what they're doing is they're not giving themselves enough water. Then they're not picking quality calories. So it's just triggering inflammation. It's triggering, um, you know, different things going on with the stomach and, and just not feeling satisfied and it can really throw off your hormones. So if anything, even if you're like, I'm not, I can't count calories or I don't even want to track them. I've never counted a calorie in my life. And that's okay. Except when I was a firefighter. Cause when I was doing wildland firefighting out West, we were doing 16 hour shifts in the mountains, hiking with chainsaws. I mean, it was just, it just beat the living snot out of you. So I told people then I just said, I just stuffed my face. Like when you went to fire camp to refuel and fuel the trucks, get new supplies. We were in that chow tent, just housing everything. And then stuffing your cargo pockets with, I had like cliff bars. I can never oh, eat a cliff yeah. bar ever again in my life. That is not nutrition, ladies and gentlemen. It's just like a healthy marketed candy bar. Candy bar. Uh, but so that again, but here's the funny thing. Back then, this is what you appreciate. You said joints, right? Yeah. My knees would hurt every single night going to camp. You know, we, we slept under the stars in the mountains. Like that's how, that's how hot shots lived, right? So you get yeah. done chowing up, you get back to your campsite, you, you, you roll your bedroll on the ground and fall asleep. But my knees were throbbing. People were like, oh, well, you were hiking 16 hours a day, you know, all summer long. And we did two weeks straight before we had a day off. And I'm like, well, I'm now, that's from 2010. This is 2022. And over the past eight to 10 years, I learned more. Yeah. And it was, cause I was eating everything there. Now I have no joint pain and I'm, I've aged. Yeah. So I was like, I'm right. old and <laughs> right. I have no inflammation, no joint pain. I just did the hardest mountain bike race in my life last year out by Penn state in the mountains of uh, bald, 
It's a bald eagle. Bald, uh-huh. Yeah. 101 yeah. mile mountain biking race nice. with 10,000 feet of climbing. 13 hours in a mountain biking seat. 10,000 feet of climbing. That is, whew. Woke up the next day, no joint pain. I mean, yeah, little, little tight muscles, you know, doing a lot of yoga, yeah. you know, but I'm like, at, at 44 years old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Your body responds to, to what you eat. So when you're making these like still processed, healthy-ish choices, mm-hmm. it, it's the grocery stores are just grabbing you. They're, they're just making you think that you're eating healthy yeah, if I mean, even the perimeter, the whole your body doesn't need it. The age old quote, I'm sure you've used this with with your clients, right? It's like, oh, guys, like, please stick to the perimeter of the grocery store, stay fresh. But okay, that's yeah. even that's gotten challenging. You, you go it into is. the dairy has- section, the yogurts are loaded with sugar. Oh, I'm yeah. like, dude, find a full yeah. fat yogurt if you can, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Again, healthy fats are can be healthy. Uh, crappy fats like seed oils and junk yeah. like that processed foods that she's talking about seed oils is a big thing to learn about <laughs> very bad and they're in everything they they yeah. they'll they'll put them in everything and processed foods so, manufactured foods yeah. just think like if this food if you kind of like tore it apart and you t- try to dissect it like does it make sense that this is in what i'm about to eat right and and so like scan your list does it make sense that you know this is in with this and the whole um, fad was, you know, eat fat free and this and that. If you compare those labels, the carbohydrates and sugars are way up. Why? Because they because took the flat fat the was t- flavor. They took the yeah. fat out. They had to make something taste like something. It's like, wait right. a minute. The brain loves sugar. Let's stick some sugar right. in there. Yeah. They'll get hooked on it. They'll think it's the best darn yogurt ever. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, we just, the food companies are not out to, to for your own interest. They're not. They're they're not it's out for your health. They're there to make it money. is. And it is very sad because it's very confusing. And I get so frustrated. I'll pick up things in the grocery store and I'm like, why does this have sugar? No. This doesn't need this much sugar. Oh my sugar. God, you and I could do and a I whole just... podcast on reading labels. Oh. Because yeah. and again, it's not just the kids. grid people. Read the paragraph underneath. That's where they hide yeah. The extra detail. There's, there's your big tip of the day. Am I wrong on that, Danny? No, no. You have to, it's like fine print on your, whatever you're signing your life away. You have to read the fine print. Do you hit but on like, this stuff I in the book three, too? A little bit, not a ton on new, on nutrition labels. I dug about, I, um, I, I, skipped, reading, I, I skipped through on the Kindle because I've had three authors oh, yeah, on this week. So I'm like, it's, it's gotten harder to, <laughs> you try to like, <laughs> rip through people's books. I'm like, all right, Danny's coming on this week. A- I'm going to, I'm going to go like a chunk out of like each chapter and skip through. And then when the yeah, physical yeah. book arrives, I can like physically read it. Uh, but anyway, yeah. so I have been skipping through your book, but I didn't see that. So I wasn't sure I figured I'd ask about that. So. No, I'm putting out another book. Actually, my, my nine year old daughter's going to help me write it because I want to, um, help parents with their kids on, That's a two you know, like, up. okay. So she's nine. She's my middle. She's like, I really, she's very passionate about writing. Um, and she's really passionate about um, like eating healthy and well, all my kids are, but they, they're still kids, but you know, we're still teaching them. You need to look at the labels. You need to, you know, I, I'm going to tell you something and this is going to make you laugh, baby. Oh, so I this is laughing. the work. This is the world we live in today. I might have, I might have already laughed at this. I I don't know. Like, I I mean, no, I haven't told anybody this. Okay. So I'm excited. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you're still listening. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So they're reading the food label and I I'm driving They're in. they had something in their, the back and they're like, okay, so calories. They're like, okay, what does this say? It's carb. I'm like, oh, carbohydrate. And it's, you know, they're going through. It's like an an English class in the car. Yeah. And so I can't see them, but they're, you know, they're back there like huddling and okay, is this what we ate? And and how many is this? And so they're getting, they're going down the list and it's like fat and they're like, okay, so here's this. And then they're like, and saturate, you know, they're trying to like say that saturated. I'm trying to explain it to them. And then they're like trans fat. They're like transgender fat. And I'm like, oh man, oh my gosh. I I never would have actually thought of that. Uh, that I, I guess nowadays never, that could get crossed over. Okay. But like, I'm like, oh my gosh. So 
us as kids, you know, it's just more prevalent now in like their vocabulary, but I was dying because I'm like, yeah, that's the transgender fat. Think of it. It's man-made. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yes, actually, it, that is an interesting crossover. Never would have thought about that. Because again, we know too much about trans fats only because, dying. again, if we go far enough back, ladies and gentlemen, the fast, again, I'm, I don't eat fast food. I, I don't. Yeah. Like it's, you want to pick the most chemically riddled processed crap. I mean- outside of TV right. dinners that there you go. Um, but yeah. in the fryers, we've been using seed oils for decades. They were never designed for one human consumption two to yeah. be superheated seed oils. Or- origination was actually like machinery lubricant. What we used in our fryers originally in the fast food world was animal based fats. And then someone in the health and fitness world, thought that they would influence the government and say, oh, those must be bad. That's got to be a problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, inter- I've interviewed all the experts on uh, hard experts who realized they were teaching the wrong thing. PhDs, everything. I mean, the, the term of saturated fat has gotten a very bad rap for a very long time. And right. we're like, Ooh, wait a minute. And AHA has directed everybody the wrong way. And we're like, okay, we might've been bad, but now even, even the AHA, there's, they've been, I've, I've been going on their site from time to time. Things disappear. So they're, yeah. they're kind of like backing out of the room. But like, hey, we're not going to come out and say we were wrong. But hey, guys, yeah, we'll just, all of a sudden that's gone. And then we'll they're just, coming back in like, hey, man, maybe that's not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fa- Am I wrong fat, on this? Don't be, no, don't be afraid of saturated fats. Yes. <laughs> but the trans, yes. The trans fat's bad because when you superheat them, you're literally breaking down their chemical bonds. Again, there's things yeah. like MCTs, right? Medium chain triglycerides, okay? One of the biggest things that's an MCT out there – Coconut oil, people, palm yep. oils, they're okay. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'm a, I'm a Kerrygold grass-fed butter, but there's people who don't like dairy. Now, granted, butter's not processed like milks and other things. So, the, the only dairy I eat is is hard cheeses and and grass-fed Kerrygold butter. Uh, and that's yeah, that it. Kerrygold, that Kerrygold's pretty good. Yeah, but even see, I went off on them on social media last year, Did and you? they actually commented back to me justifying their position. If you go to a Whole Foods or a, uh, a Wegmans, Whole Foods especially, not Whole, I mean, Wegmans, I only seen one or two. Kerrygold even gave in and they said, well, we had people complaining it was too hard to spread the butter. So they added canola oil in. And I'm like, you just added a bad fat in with the good fat. So if they choose to cook with that, you just caused the problem. Right. And they justified it by saying, well, our customers wanted a more spreadable butter. And I'm like, just take the butter out of the fridge a few minutes early. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> but yeah, this I mean, is the, this is the, I want it now. I want it. I mean, now. seriously. The everything type of personality. It, yeah, it, so you got to read the carry gold butter labels now. It's like, okay, well, you know, stick with the classic gold wrapper. Like don't right. get the other one. Like the silver, silver bad. Okay. There's like yeah. three or four versions of carry gold. Now I'm like, guys, you've owned the Irish grass fed butter market forever. Don't yeah. change. And they did. So, yeah. I did not know that. Oh yes. I figured you'd love that one. So you, you shared a joke with me on trans fats. I get to drop the carry gold bond, yeah, bomb. So it's like, you know, mm. it's frustrating. Sad. It is. It is. And again, it takes people like you to give a damn and say, hey, let's put out a book. Actually, you know, I'm actually, that's what I was trying to do on Amazon. I'm going to screen share real quick. So ladies and gentlemen, again, if you ever do this on Amazon, by the way, you really should. So when you're on Amazon, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, check it out. When you guys use my uh my Amazon influencer page from the Amazon banner on the website. Don't remember. I have a whole book recommendation section. She's already been added. There you go. Uh, nutrition destination. But anyway, when you click on the book, click on the cover and it takes you into the book and then you can scan ahead and say, Hey, you know what? Let me go right down to the table of contents. And she already hit on this earlier, right? Method three, your best nutrition plan starts with your BMR. But here's your categories, people. A lot of fitness goals, strength, weight training, total body conditioning, cardiovascular fitness. So you can go through here. And if you don't want to start from the beginning, jump to these important sections. Like she was talking about the importance of hydration. There you go. Maybe you want to jump right to page 97. So, um, but that's why I was like, I want to show this. So yeah, it's good to just hold on to, because if your goals change, reference back to the book. it's not like a once and done. You can quit. There's spots to also write in it. Yeah. Um, so like make it your, make it your own. But yeah, there is a second book coming out that my daughter's going to write. Cause I'm like, what better so target the person? parent and kid market. 
Yes. Awesome. What better to, just to help out? Cause they're like, okay, I'm set with my goals. Like, they need should, it. should I feed my kids something else like yeah. chicken nuggets and macaroni cheeses every night? No, like you need to, they will eat what you give them that, I mean, and if they don't eat, they'll go hungry, so but I hate it really has the, to start with the parents. You'll get a kick out of this. So uh, connect back to, to, to Vinny. All right. He's been a viral podcaster for years. Uh, he, he's been podcasting, God, nine years now. He's got like two, over 2,000 shows online. It's crazy. Anyway. Oh, that's amazing. He decided like he, every, wet, every past few weeks, he's been replaying like some of his oldest stuff because like there's so many new listeners now. He's got a million downloads a month. So he brought back a famous one that I forgot about. And it's called the Nutella Mom episode. Hmm. You know what Nutella is? Yeah, yeah. What's Nutella? How would you define it? <laughs> sugar is it spread? nutrition? No, it's sugar spread. Okay. Nutella it's, mom. It's chocolate, chocolate sugar here's spread. Here's a little history for you. Here, and maybe you'll know where I'm going as soon as I give you this other hint. Remember the famous okay. McDonald's lawsuit from years ago regarding hot coffee? Oh, yeah. Yes. Like a woman yes. drank a cup yeah, of hot coffee just, and then sued and them for burning herself because she drank hot coffee. Really, really hot coffee. Yeah. Okay devastating all right well now you know where i'm going with this one this woman sued nutella for making her think it was a health food Hmm. and she fed this to her child every morning for breakfast yeah and and then blamed nutella to making her think i mean first of all i've i've watched all the commercials i'm like at no point in time did i ever think nutella was a health food yeah. Isn't it? It's hazelnut chocolate. It's hazelnut cho- Yeah. So hazelnut she won a multi-million dollar lawsuit. That's crazy. Because they made her think that she could feed her young child, six to eight years of age, Nutella for breakfast. Yeah. I figured you would like that's, that one. That's a, it blows my mind. It we need to take accountability mind. for our actions. That's why I want to kind of Absolutely. take this conversation, right? That's what I'm excited for your a- book. This second book, Absolutely. I'm, I will promote the crap out of that one too because I was brought up on a farm. Eggs, bacon, steak. Mm. I had a quarter acre garden. I know because I had to take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we had 30 chickens. We, I mean, it was great. I sold eggs on the side of the road when I was a little kid. And then, but and to be truthful to you in the audience, they've heard this before. My parent, my whole family's overweight. No one looks like me. Like you would think that I'm adopted. I love my family, yeah. but they don't listen to me. There's always excuses. Yeah. Oh, my brother travels yeah. too much. I was like, dude, since last August, I'm a sales and marketing consultant uh, for my, my, my business. I just figured it out. I've already done 35,000 miles and my car was bought last August 10th. It's not even a year old yet. 35,000 mm-hmm. miles on the road, not including flights and anything else. I don't, I don't understand travel. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. I told him, I'm like, guess how I'm living? The way we grew up on the farm. Yeah. Good, clean, yeah, whole foods. Account- accountability yeah. is... Uh, Stop the blame game. No. And, no. My, par- and it's my easy parents to do are that. only 73. My mom walks around with a walker. Her knees are shot. My dad became a type 2 diabetic nine years ago. Ladies and gentlemen, type 2 diabetes, not type 1, type 2, is reversible, is, and I will use the word, curable. Type one, you're born with it. That's a genetic thing. Can't change that. Type two is a man-made created problem. Yep. You can dig into that. That's another book. Maybe that book three. That's a yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Danny, all these all these things that are reverse. Yeah, all these (laughs) things that are reversible. I will say, like I have, I'll talk about. this guy that he, he met, I met him this year. He, he takes my classes. He's great. He's like the life of the the class. And I like those. He, I like those clients. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was like, everything changed when, you know, I was diagnosed with like type two diabetes and he's like, that's it. And my doctor was like, you're not going to change. And that's like, wait, his, his doctor has, gave him, it didn't believe in him. Yes. Oh, his doctor that. was like, you're, his doctor was like, you're not going to change. And, and because so he's, he that doctor's like, jaded probably from other patients. Yeah. Not changing. But, but you know what? That's what this guy needed to hear. And he was like, 
Oh yeah, you think I'm not gonna change? Oh, he's well, that guy. Yeah. Oh, he is. He is so fit. Um, he's there and dedicated. He walks, you know, ten thousand steps before lunchtime, and then he's additional, and then he's taking some classes. He does personal training. He's he is just his his diabetes is gone, completely gone. And he I was like, it. I am not Bravo. taking medication. Um, I you know, he goes, I still eat, you know thing you know pizza he goes i'm italian so have you worked with him the whole time or was it already starting before you no, started working with him i he already started before i started working with him but every i still see him and he he's such a he's such an inspiration i love it and i i'm like you need to go out and just tell other people yeah. that your story because and you know, people see him they're like i didn't even recognize you it's <laughs> happening more and more uh, again Vinny's helped hundreds if not thousands of people over the years uh with just just the simplicity of teaching them all the different, like he gives away a free PDF guide on his website. He defines every form of sugar that exists on the planet today, the chemical versions, everything else. Because mm. again, earlier in the show, ladies and gentlemen, we I, I said about hormonal influences, right? Leptin and ghrelin are your two hunger hormones, okay? Yeah. Guess what affects them the most? Sugars and excess grain consumption. Grains get converted to sugars. You're just playing a roller coaster ride. It's like, and again, where where's this happen at? In the gym or in your kitchen? Yeah. It's in your kitchen, her book, nutrition. Okay. Uh, now, so was he already dialing the kitchen in before you? And then you just helped reinforce that? No, he, he already had made changes. <clears throat> and so I've just kind of, he's just his, his fitness level has gone to a different level, which is amazing. So the last year that I've seen him, he was, you know, had everything under control and, you know, cut out a lot of things in his diet, but he now is way more fit. Like he, he's already like, we do um, like a fun, um, like a Sly Fox, like a beer run and stuff. And that's the point. Like, he's like, I just want to be able to just go run a 5k if I want to, I want to be able to like what you said, I just, I'm going to go ride a hundred miles. I'll be fine. That is, that is truly being fit and enjoying your life. And that's the level where I, you know, I have, conditioning and certain things in my book to get you to that spot but it's all about just being well-rounded you, you know well, you don't have to your book, I do bodybuilding but I also jump around and do plyometrics and yeah. I teach spin classes and I I feel I'm more of a well-rounded athlete to I did be able love to I did do love all teaching things. spin classes so oh, I would teach fun. spinning at 6 a.m then go do my corporate yeah. gig back in the day and then go yeah. meet up my buddies who were cyclists in the evening, and they were pissed because I was already pre warmed up from the morning. Yeah. And I, I was I was ripping all day, and then we go pump out a quick twenty five thirty in the evening before sunset. And yeah. it was just it was a lifestyle. Like my 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 legs were tree trunks. It was awesome because <laughs> I was Quadzilla. Yeah. It was great. Um, <laughs> but I mean, again, back you know to your point, right? The chat, uh, page one twelve at the end of your book, uh, living your best life, right? I love how you have that one as one of your final chapters in there. Um, yeah. But, and if you got a few minutes, I want to, I know we started a hair late. Uh, you good for right now? A couple more minutes? Yeah, that's fine. So your appendixes, okay. Danny's food go-tos and appendix B, my food go-tos. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure we hit on that. To, uh, so more reason, again, ladies and gentlemen, to go out and buy the book. Okay, but I just figured, yeah. let's give us some teasers on that. Because I think that's very, very important in a good nutritional book is not just telling a story and talk about all these different things, but like, what are some good action-taking takeaways? And that's what you put in there. I thought that was a great uh, component of your book design. Uh, thank you. So what I, people always say, well, what do you eat? Okay, I can tell you what I eat. But again, this book is designed that if you are a carnivore and that's all you eat, you can still do this. Yeah. It's you literally find just kind you. of giving you the idea. Exactly. You Paleo, Mediterranean, like I'm, I'm not giving you a specific uh, style of eating, but you need to figure out what works best for you because that's what I did in my, uh, my book's right here, but that's what I did in my go-to foods because that's what I like. That's what I go to. This is what gives me the most energy. So I would say like, if you could get 70, 75% off of your go-to list. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you have your, your cheats or your, your things not on your list where those are like my indulgences, of, you know, my, I love like, eating. I had a giant ribeye in Austin, <laughs> Texas at KetoCon and it was yeah. at a legit Italian restaurant. 
You know what I get once or twice a year? What? A big old piece of legit New York cheesecake. No no fruit crap tossed on it. A nice fatty piece of legit Italian cheesecake. I don't eat a ton of dessert, but that's my jam. Yeah. I'm not going eating like sugar bomb donuts and crap like that. That's just not my thing. I'm not a big sugar Yeah, no, anyway. I need something. Yeah. 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 I wanted that richness. Yeah, something. So. And, yeah, yeah. Yes. Cheesecake is the bomb. But <laughs> then you have, then you have room for the, for that. Um, but I, I added notes to it because these are just like, I call them my Danny notes. I might give a description of something. I might give a brand of something. Um, I might give an idea of how I eat it. Mm -hmm. And that is the biggest thing. I think people just love that help of, all right, well, what, what do you pick and what do you, what's your go-tos and why? And so those notes there kind of explain why I eat the things I do or what I eat it with. Um, Because that's the biggest thing. People just go, okay, I know how much I need to eat. I don't know where to go. And if you're not one who is very particular with foods, you can copy my list. You can, you can start here and then decide what makes you feel good. And that's, that's why, yeah, that's why I gave you this, the blank part in the back to kind of write down your own notes about your food and then what foods you're actually picking. Um, And I did divide it out by carbohydrates, proteins, and fats, because even if you're not eating, sitting down and eating grains, um, a vegetable, okay, that's still a carbohydrate. Yes. And if you if have you to eat learn, veggies, try and go on the cruciferous side, right? Like yes, broccoli, absolutely. Right? Cauliflower, broccoli, um, you know, kale, like things that are. I mean, does you, you really know, have a lot of fiber? I can't do the kale. <laughs> I mean, what? You just got to do so much to that thing to make it uh, consumable. <laughs> Not true. I do love. Not I true. do love a piece of broccoli. <laughs> I do love a piece of broccoli. I, I'm yeah, all right I mean, with that. So yeah, and um, just blend it in your meat smoothie. <laughs> Ooh, meat smoothie. That sounds amazing. <laughs> um, you know, on that note, because we are approaching the end of the show, but like the shopping examples. Because yep. yep. by the way, my wife does not listen to anything I do. So, so, so ladies and gentlemen, when you're hearing this and you're in a relationship, take a deep breath and be patient. If you figure it out for you. Maybe you rub off a little. By the way, are you like that with mm-hmm. your husband? Is he actually, are you dialed in or does he kind of do his own he, thing? No, he eats whatever I eat. Uh, oh, gee. Okay. Same with the kids. Same I with mean, the kids. I mean, he did, he did, I mean, mom's a bodybuilder. Like she's getting on stage. She might have a clue. I mean, and now she's a published author. So it's like, hey, hey, look at that. You know, I mean, uh, but like, he still doesn't, he still doesn't like my advice. I think. <laughs> oh, he, no, they don't want to listen. They're not, I mean, no. here's what I realized through osmosis and time. <laughs> time yeah i see yeah. stuff rubbing off like yeah she finally listened to me about ketchup it's a sugar bomb people mustard ketchup it's all sugar bomb like i i, I do legit pure hot sauces just to add a little fun yeah. spice into my life yeah she doesn't like hot sauces but i did see I, her finally there's no bond. sugar in my mustard well there's, well, good job there's, there's um, no sugar in my mustards i'm a must i love mustard she found i forget the brand and again, ladies and gentlemen, when you see stuff with paleo, paleo is a marketing term. Ketchup didn't exist in the Paleolithic era. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, uh, paleo got bastardized first. Now keto is getting bastardized too. So you can't just say, oh, there's keto on it. No, there's there's no such thing as a freaking keto cookie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. Any form of sugar, even an alcohol form, will jack you up. Okay. We talked yep. about the hormones before. But anyway, she did bring home like a... um. It's actually a really healthy ketchup. I mean, I don't know if it's a paleo or a keto ketchup. I forget the brand right now, but I was happy to see that in the fridge. I was like, oh, look at that. What is it, tomato paste? I don't know. I don't don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But I was so impressed because it was a huge improvement over buying, you know, Heinz or. or, uh, Yeah. Yeah. uh, Again, so so on the branding, again, you're not here to promote branding, but usually, ladies and gentlemen, if you move away from the big corporate names you can yeah. find some improvements because they care about the bottom penny the bottom dollar right mass production usually means they're bastardized ingredients am i wrong yeah no absolutely visit find find a local market find 
you know, um, farmers markets. I find local stores. I'm out by Lancaster, so oh yeah, a lot yeah. of Mennonite. You're surrounded by Amish, Amish. Mennonite. Love those. Love, I love, the, it. love that culture. Love it. I love it. And and unfortunately, like maybe you're not around there, but I bet you there is like a small mom and pop store somewhere that that does carry, you know, lesser brands. And it's really not about the brand. People think, oh well, I have this brand of well, whatever. And so it must be good. And no, it's not like, you know, a bottle of good wine or things like that, where you're like, no, oh, I know where these grapes come from in the section and it has to be good. But no, like if it's, if it's like you said, I agree a hundred percent. If it's a big brand, you just have to watch because here we go. I found it. It's it's all about the money. What? Primal Kitchen, unsweetened organic ketchup. Yep. I, I literally just got uh, in uh, delivered from Amazon today. Primal Kitchen, a little shout out to them. Other uh, coconut vanilla collagen protein. Well, that sounds it exciting. Is good. Yeah. It is good. And but, they have a chocolate one too. And I got, I'm looking at their ingredients right now. You're right. Tomato concentrate, balsamic uh, vinegar, uh, oh. organic white wine vinegar, uh, salt, organic onion powder, garlic powder, organic spices. Like there's no, like, again, what people understand yeah. is like, again, tomatoes, it's not a vegetable. It's a fruit. Yeah. So you don't need to add any more sugar to it. There's sugar to it. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah, that sounds like my homemade barbecue sauce I make. And, and there you go. to make it barbecue, I add, um, like a, a smoked paprika. That's all you right? gotta do. Yeah, the seasoning. Sm- yeah, it. like you, yeah. it's all the same stuff. So you really don't like I said. You don't have to buy. Like I said, I get really mad at like barbecue sauces where it's like, okay, twenty six grams of yeah. sugar. Are you kidding me? Oh, no, believe me, we don't need that. You I don't was in need Texas. It. Okay, I'm surrounded yeah. <laughs> by brisket and like all kinds of stuff. Oh. And I walk in there, I'm like, listen, if you guys know how to smoke a good piece of meat, I don't need yeah your sauce. Like, yeah. oh, we're famous for our sauce. I'm like, I hope you're famous for your meat. Yeah. So I was like, so let me judge you by the meat. I don't need to shellac it in 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 a sugar bomb. So when I when I get back to my hotel, I'm passing out at 8 a 8 p.m. because like I'm coming off of a sugar high off your sugar fest. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not a sauce guy. So but you can make your own sauces. Look at that. See, that's another good point. Listen, I've been having fun. Are you yeah. having fun? Nope. That'll those, yeah, those will be in my second book. Little tidbits of uh, I love information. That. Like uh, that. Do you have a timeline yeah. goal? You're trying to get that out by end of the year, next year, 2023 goal. That is 2023. Okay. Yep. Smart yeah. move. You got to set a deadline. This is a health and fitness, yeah. thing, right? You got to have some type of deadline yeah. or some kind of you goal. Have, you know. Yeah. And then you can tighten it as you get closer. Uh, yeah. I drug my book out a little long for the first book, so and I'm literally. I, I have it right here. I have to fin- I have to record all my, because I haven't done the audio book yet. So I'm like you. Okay. I launched a book, launched a Kindle. I got to get the audio book done. Yeah. So, so I'm trying to get it done. Are you going to do it yourself? Oh, Are yeah. You I got yourself? all the gear. And, and even my yeah. even my fans of the show are like, dude, you have a good voice. You should just, and it's your story. It's my story of firefighting, the less, life lessons learned, health, fitness, lifestyle, even a little bit of romance in there because I talk about how my wife dumped me before I want her back and married her. So, um, you know, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's my story. I'm, t- I'm not hiring yeah. a voiceover pro to do that. It's like, if you, I, if you got the gift of gab, rock the mic, rock the mic. Yeah. So maybe I'll, I'll have you do my book. <laughs> <laughs> if you like the voice, I don't know. So, uh, my wife's like, I hear you enough. You can go, you can go to your studio yeah. and do your thing. So I was like, I yeah. love you. So I- <laughs> well, listen, I always uh, ask my guest co-host to, leave behind some kind of final thoughts or some closing, I wouldn't say arguments, but closing mm-hmm. lessons or uh, actually over all these years, I started calling it a legacy message, whatever it is. So obviously you're passionate yeah. about health, you're passionate about exercise, you're passionate about fitness. You, now you post a book. Now you're, dude, you already got a second book in the works and I, you care about your kids, your mom, your family person. So what would be a, a, an all encompassing message you'd want to leave behind for people? Um, I talk about this in my book. I don't know if you saw it, but there's the part where you, I talk about act as if and act as if dot, dot, dot. And you need to finish that act as if, um, you know, I was put into to a couple different situations where I didn't think I didn't want to land there, but I was there. And now I had two decisions. I either needed to 
just kind of feel bad for myself and just kind of like, all right, just throw in the towel or I need to act as if I know what I'm doing and just get out. And, and that was, that was my point of, of acting is if we're going to be in situations where you feel unfit, you're going to be in a situation where you don't feel like you're fit to start eating healthy. You're not, you're not in a right spot to start taking care of yourself or even to just do some activity. Um, you'll always feel that way. There's not going to be a perfect time, but you need to act as if that you give a damn. You're going to need to act as if you can do it, even though you might not be able to. And, and that's, that's my biggest message is if you start acting, you'll start believing, you'll start doing, and then you'll be able to celebrate all your accomplishments. I did see that part in your book. So thank you for that message. And actually the first thing I thought of, and it just popped in my head when you brought it up again, was many times in a show, and by we can speak freely here. So I tell people a big way to fix the world is to fix ourselves first and not pass the buck on to somebody else. What, yeah, what do I mean? Act as if you're owning your shit. That is something exactly. that I, when I started being successful in life, is when I stopped blaming other people, and I'm like, oh, what was me? It's like, okay, well, who's going to dig me out? Me. Yeah. yeah. I need to own my shit. So, yeah, we're all, we all come from struggles. The difference yeah. is, are you going to suck it up and dig your way out? So I'm going to act as if, I'm already a published author. I'm going to act as if I have a successful podcast. I'm going to act as if I'm an entrepreneur. I became an entrepreneur a few years ago. I was always a W-2 you know, worker uh-huh. or government, government firefighter, right? Act as if you're going to succeed because you will. Because a right. lot if of this is If you turn your mind, exactly. If you make that, yes, I'm doing it. Yep. Then you'll start making decisions based on, all right, well, I already am. I already am great at what I do, even though you, you could just be starting out and that's, that's, that's me act as if you know what you're doing. I podcast. I studied psychology <laughs> like, when I was okay. in school. So when you yeah. were doing your kinesiology, I finally oh, yeah, I uh, did my, I did my degree in marketing, but I really geeked out in psychology. I was actually a nice. dual major. And then I finally just said, right, I'm done. I took enough classes. I was an adult student finishing this. Psychology is the biggest thing that I carry forth to this day because act as if I'm going to own my shit. And then once I'm ready to do that, now you get to establish and lock in your why. Because yeah. it's your why. It's not your wife's why, your husband's why, your kid's why. That is something that you got to own to help you dig out and succeed and get to that act as if place. Act as if you've already beaten diabetes and is now like the top athlete in the class and is doing 5Ks and Sly Fox runs or whatever that gentleman's doing now. <laughs> so which <laughs> so, I, I loved his story. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, listen, this has been great. I love the act as if. Uh, hang tight. Why don't you be proper goodbye off the air? Ladies and gentlemen, again, make sure you go to bdannyfit.com uh, or yeah. go to Amazon or click on my Amazon page and goes right to the book. But again, Nutrition Destination. That's the name yep. of the book, Nutrition Destination. We'll have this keyword and rocking on the website and all over the podcast content. Danny, thank you for the time today. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm committing now. Danny, we'll be coming back on to talk more about the next book. So uh, I don't bring all of our guest co-hosts back on again, but I love her messaging. She truly does care. Uh, so again, make sure you support her. Get Nutrition Destination. It's available in Kindle. It's available in paperback. It's on Amazon. It's in the influencer page for you and my book recommendations to make it easy. So thanks for tuning in to another Live the Fuel show. And remember, we're here to fuel your health, business, and your lifestyle so you too can live the fuel. And we'll talk to you guys again soon. Recording stopped.